Hello, you are listening to Audio Fanfic Podcast. Even the Lion Gets Ill by Serendipity XXI on AO3. Rating General Audiences. Joe was sure there was no one as miserable as she was in the entire world that afternoon. She was sick, uncomfortable, and everyone was intent on reminding her of all the things she was missing. She exploded at Amy, who had drawn her a picture of a boat that Joe could not row. Meg had almost killed her with the stench of roses from the Lawrence's greenhouse, and even Beth had abandoned her after Joe's last outburst, with a very reproachful look, before she followed Amy and Meg out. Marmy was at work. Hannah was making dinner, which would have smelled delicious if Joe was able to smell anything. Not that Joe would be able to eat it either. She wasn't hungry and her throat ached fiercely. Sore throat or no, though, Joe would give her right arm for a glass of water right now. She weakly reached for the bell the girls had given her to ring when she wanted something. Her fingers would not grasp the silly thing, and it slid to the floor in a clatter. Could she have worse luck? She kicked her blankets off perpetually, rolled onto her side, intent on getting up, but didn't make it to even her elbows. Joe flopped back onto her pillows with a shaky moan. It was official. She would stay here and die of thirst while everyone had a grand time downstairs. She lay there, every hot breath panted past her desert-dry lips, making her feel worse. A chill drifted in from somewhere and Joe shivered. She attempted to reach for the blankets, but she had kicked them too far away. Defeated, she curled in on herself, pulling the sleeves of her dressing gown down as far as they would go. She shut her eyes and tried to fall asleep, to get away from the torture. There was nothing she could do when she was awake anyway. Her throat was too sore to talk, her eyes too weak to read, her fingers too shaky to write or knit or sew or anything useful or fun. Sleep was fitful at best. When it did come, she woke shivering and parched and aching all over. She wondered where everyone was. There came the tuneful sound of a piano from below, and Joe pulled her pillow over her head. She lay there feeling cold and sorry for herself and abandoned. So deep was her misery that she didn't hear the door open or the thump of booted feet. The blanket that was wrapped around her shoulders was the first thing that drew her attention that someone had entered the room. Joe, what are you doing to yourself? Lori clucked as he tucked the edges of the blanket around her shivering frame. Her limbs, which had been too spare to begin with, were positively rail-thin now. His hand encircled her forearm easily, index finger touching thumb. He tucked her arm beneath the blanket as well. Teddy? She all but whimpered. Had she been in a different frame of mind, the tone would have mortified her. Good evening, Miss Josephine. He poured her a glass of water from a jug he'd brought with him. He propped her shoulders a little higher and helped her bring it to her lips. Joe drank, and it was like finding an oasis. The cool water soothed her parched, fiery throat. Lori's cool hands lifted her hair off the back of her hot neck and rolled it into a loose bun as he'd seen her do countless times. Her fingers started to shake too much by the time he was finished. He took the glass from her trembling hands and helped her drink her fill. When the glass was empty, Lori helped her sit up more fully, propping her against the back of the sofa she laid upon. You know, I heard there was a lion in here, Lori teased. Imagine how surprised I am to find a lamb. Joe croaked out a laugh. 
I'm afraid I'm an even worse patient than you were. Lori chuckled, remembering that fateful day. Thank you for braving the lion's den, Teddy, she told him meekly. Why, it's nothing, Miss March. He gave her an incorrigible grin of his that made his dark eyes light up. Now you just stay right there. I can have this right in two seconds. Lori echoed her words to him all those months ago. He handed her another glass of water, then set to work, opening her shutters, stacking her books neatly on the end table, sweeping the grate, and straightening her blankets. He ended by plumping her pillows and adding another blanket to the pile atop her. Joe lay all but still, watching as Lori moved about her sick room fixing things. When he was done, the room felt lighter, less dreary, and Joe was surprised at how magical the difference felt. She even felt a bit better herself as she set the glass down on the end table. Lori came and sat beside her on the settee. He slid an arm around her shoulders, drawing her against him. Teddy, she rasped, you'll get sick. She protested, though he was so warm, and it was so very nice being coddled like this. Shh. If I were going to get sick, I already would have Joe, he stated defiantly. Now, which of these would you like me to read? he asked, picking up the first book from the stack on the table and looking at her askanced. Joe nodded, and Teddy cracked the book open. They read for long hours. Lori's voice, rumbling from deep within his chest, was a comfort to Joe's ears. She found her eyes drooping, shut as he read, and for the first time in days, she felt warm. If you like this story and would like to contribute, you can do so by going to our Patreon page at www.patreon.com forward slash audio fanfic pod. As a patron, you are granted early access to one new story of your choosing per month. Thank you for listening. And remember, the stories are out there. <laughs>